Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I really love every conversation I have talking with different folks about their strengths. I'm continually learning new things from each person. This next episode is my latest favorite, as it is with my youngest daughter, Rachel, and her husband, Andrew. They are going to celebrate their third anniversary this April. You will hear how three of their strengths are similar, yet they show up differently. Woo, communication, and activator. Their similar wiring and values help to make them a great team couple in so many ways. They are people-oriented people and are great about initiating with others and getting important things on their calendar, like get-togethers with friends, leading a small group, going on memorable trips, and being active in sunny California. You can hear how they are growing and appreciating their differences in their strengths, too. If you'd like information about learning more about how you and your loved one can relate better by understanding your top five Clifton strengths, go to my website at barbaracolwell.com to get in contact with me. I have several different packages I would love to tell you about. That would be fun. And if any of these episodes have been meaningful to you, as a favor, would you please leave a review where you listen to this podcast? I would love to hear from you. Enjoy this conversation with Rachel and Andrew. I am so honored today to talk with Rachel, my daughter, and her husband, Andrew. Welcome, y'all. Thanks for having us. Yes, we're excited. Oh, this is really, really fun. I'm excited just to talk about you and your strengths and how it looks in your marriage. So thank you for making time in your busy, busy day. But um, let me let y'all just kind of introduce yourself, who you are, where you live and what you do. Andrew, um, we live in San Diego, up in Encinitas, California. I work as a risk management consultant for technology, life science and digital health companies. It's predominantly a, a sales role. That's me. I grew up here. So we moved, moved here two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm Rachel, also live here because we're married, um, but from Austin, that's where we met, was in Austin working for Crew and got married in 2019, moved here later that fall, and then have been here ever since. And I work for a Christian ministry called Generous Giving, but I'm on maternity leave right now. Yes. Yeah, so you have some little yes, girls. We have two little Tell girls. We have Charlotte, who's 16 months, and Reese, who's about two-ish months. Um, two months and some change. So they're 13 and a half months apart. Mm, and we are that. in the thick of it. Yes. Well, I was telling your dad, it's, I really appreciate y'all even saying yes to this opportunity to talk about your strengths. Cause I know, I mean, you're like in the thick of life. It is full. You're busy working. You have two little darling girls and you're juggling a lot of balls. And so I appreciate just your, your willingness to kind of even think about this. But I, you know, of course, as your mom is, I'm just 
excited to see just how one, just God brought y'all together and just what a gift that you both are to each other. And it's fun to see just the ways that you're growing in your relationship. But as you mentioned, when we talked, Rachel and I talked on episode 24, if anyone wants to listen to it about (laughs) a little bit deeper dive into her strengths um, last year, but just that, yes, I do love to talk with people about their strengths. And so y'all get a lot of conversations about that. So, (laughs) um, well, let's just start with, um, just kind of like you mentioned how you met here in Austin, but just kind of what kind of your story was, how you met each other, what, what, how you were drawn to each other and decided to get married. You first, ladies first. Um, okay. So we met and Andrew was visiting. Um, he was still a college student. He's a couple years younger than me. He was visiting um, our staff team at, in Austin at UT because he was thinking about um, interning with crew or joining staff with crew. So he came on a vision trip and actually I remember mom, you telling me, you know, Oh, Hey Rachel, I heard there's this boy and (laughs) he might join staff at UT. And the things you told me about him were he's tall. He was in a fraternity and he did AIA with it, which is the athletic (laughs) ministry of crew. And I remember being like, check, check, check. And I looked him up on Facebook before he came and thought he was cute. Um, but also it was like, he's so young. Um, but I did try and dress cute for staff meeting that day because I knew this cute boy was visiting. Oh. Well, as a disclaimer, I was working in the office. So part of my role was as people were joining um, interested in joining staff or interning in our region, it was kind of on the radar. So it wasn't like, I was just snooping. You know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so what about you, Andrew? Yeah, I think when I first came out, I I was struck by how conversational she was, which I say now as she was flirting with me when we first met, um, <laughs> being very intentional. Um, I was just being friendly. Yeah. Um, Texas friendly, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought she was super sweet and made me excited at the, thought of at, at that point I didn't know yet what I was doing after college but enjoyed that trip and visit and then fast forward I, I did end up deciding to move out to Austin and intern at UT and um, enjoyed working with Rachel very much enjoyed being friends and we had similar interests for the most part so that was kind of our first interactions I would say mm-hmm. yeah but we were just friends for a while so like as you kind of st- you work together, you kind of saw each other in real life a lot, but um, kind of how did things turn the corner and you decided, man, this is really the kind of person I'd love to spend the rest of my life with? I would say I was, I was taking girls on dates for a decent period of time and typically was using Rachel as the benchmark for those. (laughs) And then it kind of as, as a comparison, just because I really respected and admired who Rachel was, her walk with the Lord, um, how conversational and intentional she was with people and personable. And so, pretty. And pretty, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, beautiful. She would like to say, she wishes I said more that I found her extremely funny, but i that's not a descriptive word of me. Yeah. Of I her that funny. I described her, all her friends tell her she's the funniest person <laughs> they know, and that's rarely, that maybe makes the top six yeah, of descriptions of her. So. Yeah. Um, 
but anyway, so yeah. And then I think just kind of a light bulb went off where, um, without getting into the weeds of all the timing of things, um, we were both in prior relationships. She got out of the relationship she was in and it kind of struck me. I'm like, Hmm, well maybe I should ask her on a date and see what would happen there. Um, so lo and behold, that happened. I asked Warren, told him one day at lunch, Hey, I'd love to take your daughter on a date. And he just said, man, well, that would be fun. <laughs> left it at that. Here we are. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, I, like I said, I was initially like intrigued by the idea of this guy coming to our team, but then, you know, timing, whatever, started dating someone else. And then we were just friends. Andrew and I were just friends. Um, but kind of similar thing. I found myself comparing or just noticing attributes about Andrew that I really appreciated. Um, and just, yeah, respected his walk with the Lord, the way he did ministry, his friendships that he had, like, this is a random thing, but I remember anytime coming to a staff meeting or, you know, something where we were together, he would oftentimes be on the phone on his way. And I remember thinking, that's cool. Like he was always catching up with someone, like catching up with a friend and calling people. And I was like, oh, I just, I, I observed in Austin, he had a lot of friends, but I remember even thinking, wow, that's neat. You still keep in touch with, you know, college friends or he just was intentional with. Popular. Even, yeah. Popular. No, it's actually <laughs> your like efficiency. Intentional. You're like, I'm driving and I'm going to call someone. Um, discipline. Yeah. Discipline. So mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, I just noticed a lot about him. And it's funny because I remember asking my dad, like, do you think Andrew thinks we're just friends? And this was after Andrew had already said something to dad, but dad didn't want to. I don't know, spill the beans. But I just remember he was like, he definitely doesn't view you just as a friend. And I was like, got it. <laughs> okay. Something's coming. Okay. Um, so then we started going on dates. I think it was the spring of uh, 2018. And then we both went into our first date kind of, well, I won't speak for you. I went into our first date thinking, okay, this is either going to be like one date and done, meaning we get on the date and we're like, nope, we're just friends because there had been kind of a lot of buildup. And then, or I thought we'll go on one date and I'll know, you know, I'm going to marry him. And so it was the, the latter, um, where we, we did both. You left that date too. Didn't you like write in your journal or something? Yeah. Don't steal my thing. Oh, sorry. You say, you, you tell that part. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I went in the same way, like, Obviously knew you and Warren very well, and you guys were kind of home away from home for me when I first moved to Austin with meals. Um, so I thought, okay, yeah, this is either going to be a make it or break it of either we'll be friends and never speak of this date again, yeah. or this will probably end in marriage. So after the date, I went home and journaled, like, I think I just went on first date with my wife. So rest Aww. is history. Here we are. Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. It's, it's as a mom, it's just fun to see again, just kind of the person that you pray for, for your, for your daughter and just seeing how God put y'all together. And it's just mm-hmm. amazing. So, well, tell me what your top five Clifton strengths are. And I think it's um, very fun that you have several that are similar. So tell us about that. Yeah, mine are um, woo, belief, communication, positivity, and activator. Mine are communication, discipline, woo, competition, activator. 
So yeah, we have yes. the same. Kind of, you want to start, Rachel? Kind of, how does that look for you? Yeah, um, I feel like the I see the top three kind of show up: woo communication and belief. Um, in my job, what just both my jobs that I've had have been with Christian ministries, and um, I feel like operating out of my belief. When I worked for Crew, it was you know pouring into younger girls and helping college students figure out how to read their Bible and share their faith. And that, you know, kind of used all three of my woo communication and belief all in one. Listen to episode 24 for more info on that. Yes. Um, It's a good one. Yeah. Um, And then even in my job now, I'm, I basically help connect with different volunteers that my organization has across the country to help them share with their friends about what our organization does and invite, invite their friends to retreat. So it's kind of all those playing together again, like belief in the mission, helping people communicate it, um, and making connections. A lot of people I talk to, I've or 90% of the people I talk to for work, I've never met before. Um, but being able to kind of break the ice on a phone call and connect easily. Um, so yeah, that's how I see those. And then I think even in our life and our family schedule, the activator, that's the one that drives our calendar (laughs) the most because we both have activator. Um, yeah, we both are very people oriented, which he can share more about that with his strengths too. But our, our schedule is always very full. Um, almost too much. So we have a hard time. Yeah. That can be some good, good and bad. Mm -hmm. Great. What about you, Andrew? Um, yeah, looking at mine, it's very cookie cutter for the role that I'm in at work, just in sales of, I would say most of my colleagues, probably if they've ever taken these, I won't be surprised if they have similar strengths of just, I'm using each of those every day in my role and working with clients or bringing on new clients, um, being able to communicate, needing to have the discipline to, um, set a schedule and be diligent in, you know, pursuing new and prospective clients. Obviously you need woo as part of the sales process. Um, competition, every salesperson has a, you know, typically not typically, but wouldn't be surprised if they played sports and you love the thrill of a selling something or or the pursuit of a new client. And, um, once you finally get to work with them, that drives you to go get the next one. And then activator of, that's just part of the process, kind of doing it all over again. Um, so I, I'm grateful for those because it's allowed me to be successful at the job I'm in now. And um, I'm loving what I'm doing too. So very much feel I'm using those strengths. Yeah, he's um, in his jet stream or whatever that expression is. He's yeah. doing so well. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Yeah. Jet stream. He's in his jet stream. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> he's in someone's jet stream. I don't know. That, that's so encouraging because, you know, I think – I mean, I talk to people a lot about just their strengths or what they're doing or maybe what their next step might be in all different ages of people. And people sometimes spend their life trying to figure out what to do. So it's really encouraging for both of you to be in jobs. And I mean, I know for you, Rachel, you're kind of a little transition with being a mom too and juggling work, but um, just to see the things that, that you're doing are really suited for, I mean, you're, who you are is you're really thriving in what your job is. And even as we saw both of you more front lines 
here in Austin and engage with people in ministry, just seeing seeing that lived out too. I mean, Warren and I were talking about how it was it was so encouraging to watch you, Andrew, as kind of like Rachel said, you know, always connecting with people or even sometimes we're at a restaurant, there's like different people you see that you've met that you you're you're just always doing doing what needs to be done to really um connect with people and as you were leading Bible studies and all those different things. So it's really Andrew, fun to we're see. on staff with crew would have like eight appointments with students, like back to back to back to back to back <laughs> and like meet with so many people before like noon or something. It's great. I meet with students starting at eight. Yeah. Which that was like unheard of. I remember the rest of the crew wouldn't start meetings till like 10 or 11, which I found pretty funny, but part of it was athletes too. They, they had to meet early where sorority yeah. and fraternity guys were typically up later. Mm-hmm. So as you think about your marriage, I mean, it's, um, say, I think you bring who you are to whatever you do in life and your job or your team or whatever that is, but how do these show up for y'all as you're married? And does it, or do, are some things easier or yeah, kind of what's your observation about that? Yeah, we were talking before this. I think the one we see, the, the one that's most obvious, and I kind of already mentioned this, um, is are, are the ones we have the same. So activator, woo, communication. Um, I think like moving to a new for me city, but kind of new, I mean, new life for Andrew moving living here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we see those three. It's nice that we both have those. Like, I feel like it makes it easier to move to a new city when we're both, you know, wanting to meet people. It's easy, relatively speaking, for us to meet people. Um, and we primarily take initiative with. Yeah, people. we definitely are the uh, initiative takers. Making the plans, or um, which sometimes can be frustrating because when that becomes the norms, if if you don't initiate, you're left out to dry. Um, but. I think that's allowed us to, like Rachel said at the start of the call, um, keep a pretty full schedule. Obviously, it's changed not as full with two young kids, but um, I would say most people would describe us as the most active kind of young family they've they've seen and whether trips we're doing or just get getting out and about um, just because, well, me, I don't know if it's as much activated versus I'm just a active, an active, yeah, um, mm-hmm. individual where I love being outside, uh, whether that's working out or surfing. Um, just obviously, um, weather here is great, and that's why a lot of people live in San Diego. So, it's kind of season the day. But his um, family growing up even called him Action Andrew. Like he just is always wanting to do something, and and I think in marriage, I feel like especially living here, I've grown in, yeah, like, let's get outside. Let's do like, I feel like I have a lot more of that now, but I would say Mm -hmm. I'm more activator or historically socially. Like I'm, I'm the one that's like, it'd be fun to plan a party or if we're at something, it's hard to get me to leave, not to get him to leave, you know? So I think we see those, we, that's why we sometimes get a little, feel like we burn the candle from both ends, especially before we had kids. Cause we would, 
he would, you know, we'd have a full day doing sports or swimming or whatever, doing stuff outside. And then at night I'd be like, let's go to dinner with this group. And it's like, he's exhausted from the day of activity, but I want to do something social. So we've, I feel like we've ebbed and flowed with that mm-hmm. now because of having kids. It's like we're in by seven yeah. most nights, but we'll have people over or when it was just Charlotte, we'd put her down at other people's houses and then in the pack and play or whatever. But I feel with woo, we're different in the sense of we both have it, but how we, I don't know, deploy that is I definitely am more prone to use woo like in a work setting or with newer people from a, I don't know, first impression basis or, you know, because I haven't won them yet, the competition that I maybe utilize it more where I, I observe Rachel uses it more. I see it come out more uh, in family or close friend settings um, where I can be as not engaging because I feel safe around them. So I don't feel like I have to win um, them. Win, win, yeah, I guess relax. But uh, a, a difference where Rachel feels loved when I'm more engaging, interacting with those close to her, where I'm like the flipped, where I'm like, Hey, don't feel the pressure to do that just because we know these people. Well, um, yeah, that's mm. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel, well, I feel it with both too. Like I feel it with strangers and my work, you know, like I definitely I'm, care what random strangers. Yeah, think he does. Don't. That's so interesting. And you don't as much. Right? Like if we're at Costco and I'm like walking too close to some, or something like quote unquote awkward. I'm like on who? your phone walking into it. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? It's a random person at Costco, but he like gets, he cares about that. Um, no, but that's a good point, Andrew. And because of COVID and him working from home and we live in a one story house, I can hear all of his work calls and the way even like his intonation, like he's so like more, more expressive. His tone is so different, like (laughs) laughing, making jokes, talking about, you know, yeah, I got the two month old, like just like the way I'm like, wow, who's this gregarious guy? Um, But it's, yeah, it's because he's trying to win. So I, I actually think the order of his, I'd be interested if he were to take it again. I think competition's a lot higher than it is. But communication plays out well. Of My whole job is communicating with people. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to retake it if, if they'd be reordered. I, I won't be surprised if they are. Yeah. Well, Jeff, you feel like there's any um, any of your strengths that, kind of collide i mean you mentioned a little bit about um well activator is that one that collides because sometimes people might have different yeah lists of what i mean you kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier but um but the ones that you have different are a little bit different of your discipline and competition and rachel has belief and positivity Mm -hmm. that are different than you is there any kind of collisions with those I'd say those two, I know for me, the double-edged sword of discipline and competition is I can wrongfully think whoever isn't disciplined is inferior um, with, and that's with the inner competition coming out. So I think whether that's the time I wake up in the morning or my kind of workout routine or how much I push myself in life um, my inner discipline there because that's not shared. I can, that, that can 
I know when we first got married, that was frustrating for me that that same inner drive that I have in discipline on some things. Um, You'd want me to have that. Yeah, I wanted Rachel to have and was trying to push her to have that and realized that that doesn't work. I was actually, I do feel like <coughs> we've grown in that because, yeah, even as you were saying that, I'm like, I remember that being a big thing the first couple months or first year of feeling like I'm not going to be like you in this area. And, and obviously, <coughs> you in marriage, you want to sharpen each other. And I, I don't want to just be like, I'm never going to change because I do feel like you've helped me grow a lot in discipline. But, I also feel like you've grown and I don't feel judged by you anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to kind of feel like judged if like I wasn't doing things the way he was doing them. Um, and I mm-hmm. remember feeling even with work, like you would kind of judge me for mm-hmm. either how much I was working or what I was getting done. And anyways, so, but I feel like we've grown in that. Um, I feel it comes out the most in <clears throat> fitness though of, like when we had to do that marathon or half oh, the marathon, half the marathon. Jackson Hole. Mm. That was so one of the without, biggest fights we'd ever been in. Without, yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, without derailing it too much, this whole podcast. <laughs> in short, Rachel invited me to do a family reunion um, with your brother, Barbara, up in Jackson Hole, and there's some people running a half marathon. Um, Rachel had done a handful. We were just dating. I'd never done a half marathon. I think it was like six weeks before. And she's yeah, like, oh, pretty would you, quickly. Would yeah. you want to do it? I was like, yeah, sure. So me, how I'm wired, competition, discipline. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not just going to run a race and not try to beat a time. Um, <laughs> realized that is not. Well, but Ra- Rachel didn't go into that race thinking that. She just was like, oh, I'm going to complete it. And for me, I, that is not how I'm wired. I can't just complete something for the sake of completing something. There, there's mm-hmm. a, some goal or time or whatever that I'm, or person or something that I'm trying to beat. That's just how I'm, my brain's wired. So it was, as we began to train for it, I wanted to train to run it under a certain time for one. And so there was many, well, it was probably at least a week long of conflict determining, oh my gosh, are we going to run it together or separate? I remember that. Yeah. I remember like weeping. It was like, <laughs> Such a and big deal. Neither of us feeling known or understood by each other, which now it totally makes sense. Of she didn't want to feel like I was just running to beat a race and not do it with her when I'm going out for her family reunion opportunity to love her and the family. Well, yeah, I was just thinking, oh, we we decided like five weeks before to run this race. I've done a bunch of half marathons. I'm not feeling like this one's going to be my best time ever. It's at altitude and it's five weeks before, but how fun I can run with my boyfriend and my family and da da da. And then, yeah, <laughs> get good picture. Get a good picture. And then I realized like, Oh, he's, and we would do our training runs together. And it was like, yeah. Anyways. And I think I also had pride. Cause I was like, Oh, this is one area of fitness <laughs> that I'm better at than him. Cause he's never done long distance running. Um, so I was trying to like pace us and all this stuff. Anyways, we went back and forth, back and forth about like, are we going to run it together? Are we not? Like, and then there were times it was like, just forget it. Like you run by yourself. Like, just, and then we ended up running together and he even let me cross the finish line before him, which is funny. because <laughs> That I, was a big deal. Yeah, I didn't even notice that he let me do that. That I think it was a bigger deal for him than it was for me. But we have run another half marathon together when we got married um, and we trained for that one semi together. Like we did some runs together, 
but I feel like we were in a better place because some on some of the training runs, we would start the runs together and then Andrew would go ahead and like, I was secure and he was secure and it was fine. And we didn't do the race together. We ran it separately because he wanted to do one that he could try and get a personal best. And I just like doing half marathon. So I just wanted to do another, which I actually got my personal best that one too, that we, because Andrew pushed me. <laughs> um, Harmful. Yeah. So. That's a lot of progress. Yeah. And, but now we don't run together anymore. <laughs> well, you've been we also, pregnant, uh, so. Yeah, I've been pregnant or we're pushing a stroller. So it just feels different, but I am, I'm still running. Well, it definitely seems like y'all have come a long way. And I mean, those are kind of easy areas of conflict with those kind of situations, but it's neat to see how you're growing and understanding each other and giving each other space in those things. But like, what do you like right now? What do you really admire about each other? Oh, what's some good question? One thing that you would say, I just love this about Andrew, or I love this about Rachel. I think two things that come to mind for me, it has been really a blessing and a curse for him, probably that he works from home, <laughs> but I do. It's been helpful for me to be able to literally hear him do his job. And I think it's, and just seeing, I feel like God has shown a lot of favor to him and he's also obviously worked really hard and it's just good at his job. But I do just admire what a hard worker he is. Um, and that's something I noticed even when he was on staff with crew, it's like, like I said, eight appointments before noon kind of a thing. Um, and I just hear him. Well, that's how it felt. (laughs) But I mean, I hear him and you're not doing as many cold calls anymore, but like when he would do his little cold calls and it's, I won't say, but I know, (laughs) but it's like, sometimes I would hear him like either get blown off or hung up on and no big deal. He just, it'd be like silent for a second. And then I'd hear him go, Hey, Randy, this is Andrew from Marsh. Like just doing the next (laughs) (laughs) No big deal. Um, So anyways, I would say I admire how good he is at his job. And then it's, uh, and not even good he is, but again, how hardworking and faithful he is there. Um, and then also, it's just sweet to see as Charlotte, especially gets older and more interactive, just how sweet of a dad he is with her and their little connection that they have. She's been, I feel like a lot more attached to him since Reese has been born. So she, she loves her daddy. And that's sweet to see the way mm. he loves her and also serves me by helping so much. I mean, with both of the girls, but with Charlotte a lot, um, doing all the things. I love when he picks out outfits for her and gets a matching bow. <laughs> he knows. Oh, yeah. That's really great. Yeah. I'm trained him right. Yes. Ooh. Um, I would say for me, <clears throat> um, I really admire, <clears throat> I guess, uh, ironically, the, how structured she has been and just getting the girls on a schedule that's really helped i just think us um in this season of kind of maintain a way of life and in a way she's been really disciplined at doing that which i think helps her orchestrate and set up her day but it works super well for me too just how i'm wired um so i've loved i i did not expect that or even think about that really as we started to have kids, but I've really um, appreciated that. I think it's helped serve us well to figure out, Hey, we kind of have set times either nap time or this and that where we can 
kind of help each, either help each other out, me help with the kids during the workday or vice versa, let her go get a workout, et cetera. Um, so I'm really grateful for that, how um, diligent she's been at doing that, even as Reese has been a bit <clears throat> trickier than Charlotte in her feeding and sleep schedules that she's kept to it and um, really wanted to just given it work so well for us um, initially. And then I think too, I love that um, she does a great job at letting me still go do the things that give me life. So um, going surfing or playing volleyball with some guys, um, just getting guy time. I really am so grateful that she lets me do that. I know um, she probably does that more so than maybe other wives do with their husbands. So I'm grateful for that. I feel very loved by that. Um, and I think she knows that it helps me come back, be in a better place to serve and um, love her and love our family by getting some alone time or activity time to burn some steam. So I'm not um, pent up um, inside mm. the house. So, and she's, it's just fun seeing her enter into being a mother and she's super sweet and sacrificial with our kids. I didn't think I realized how, how much work moms do at the early stage. So um, it is a full-time job and some, that's for sure. Yeah. It is. Yes. Well, I just love seeing seeing y'all continue just to grow and um, just come alongside each other. I know, like I said, it's such a a very very busy season in your your lives, and it might be for a while. But um, I love seeing just just the intentionality you both have in the the things that you do the the values that you have just in your own, just personal relationship with the Lord, but with other people and, but just each other too. And now as you're loving on your sweet little girls and just kind of managing, juggling all, all the different balls that you have. But I think it's, it's so encouraging and comforting to me and your dad. And I know you're, parents to Andrew as as we watch y'all and seeing you really just do parenting well and loving can, loving each other well and now loving these sweet girls so really proud of you both and I, and again I know that just your top 5 strengths I know aren't all the things about you but I know it is a it's a good launching point of really understanding and seeing what you're good at but even appreciating appreciating those things in each other. And I see how you're, you're doing that really so well. And so it's very um, inspiring and encouraging to watch y'all in action. What would you say has been just one of your highlights in your marriage this past year? I know there's a lot of things that have happened, but just something that you enjoyed or that you did together or anything that was just like, Oh, that was just awesome. I feel like we did a lot of fun travel, but our favorite trip this last year, well, technically in the last year was, um, our anniversary trip. We went to Yosemite with Charlotte and it was just, it was like the first time we'd been on a trip, just the three of us. And it was, yeah, just sweet, you know, combo of being in, beautiful creation and getting to do hikes, being with our new baby. We stayed at like what felt like a nice hotel, you know, it just was a all around sweet time for 
I feel like we had good conversations and that was just a really sweet trip. And I would say Reese's labor and delivery was just awesome compared to Charlotte's. So that was that's nice. Nice. A highlight that that was so easy and went well and yeah, a lot easier than Charlotte. That Yosemite trip, but I also just think I love going. It's fun for me um, just going to the beach yeah. with, with the family. It's sweet to see Charlotte um, more and more. She loves playing in the sand and the water, and I love that Rachel enjoys that too. Obviously, it would be a bummer if we're living out here and she didn't. Yeah. Um, so it's just mm-hmm. fun to do that. I've dreamed of doing that with my family, so it's exciting and hopeful, you know, go take family surfing, everyone out there on, on the surfboards and in the water playing. And I know we're a few Ooh. years out from that still, but um, that's my happy place. So it's great to do that with my family. Mm, that's great. Well, it's fun to watch y'all and see your pictures of things that you get to do at the beach. And just, it's really sweet just to have that connection time for all of you together. Mm-hmm. So, and I did love one of your pictures from Yosemite of you carrying was it Charlotte across the mud or something? Like in our car seat. We were like, <laughs> yeah, like that forward. was like a really good action. We shot. were with that the city. Awesome. We were using our city stroller in the mountains and we were literally on a hike with like the upper baby and had to detach the car seat and carry it across the river. <laughs> Andrew did. And then as he, I remember he said, I'm not coming back for you, honey. <laughs> he was that was romantic. Huh? Yeah. Hashtag life married the to a water three. was The water was 40 cold. degrees. <clears throat> got charlotte over and was like, i'm not coming back for you figure it out <laughs> well thank y'all so much this has been um very enjoyable talking to you and getting a little more glimpse into you and your marriage and how your strengths are kind of driving and drawing you closer to each other so thank you so much thanks thank for you. having we us enjoyed it good job <laughs> you're welcome bye-bye bye Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.